church in transition uh, from one pastor who's still living to the next. There are some creative organizational shifts that we have to do internally. Uh, there are some, there's an existing model that's already present that we have to upgrade. And in mm -hmm. some ways we've got to dismantle. And that is where the tensions began to flare. Mm -hmm. And so there's some things that we have to construct. There's some things we have to reconstruct. But then there's some stuff that we just got to de deconstruct. I mean, we just got totally tear it down. Yeah. Uh, and so these are the all of this have to be done simultaneously. And it requires skill, passion, dedication. And so that's the team that I'm trying to build. A team of skillful, passionate, dedicated people. Because you can get a lot of done, you can get a lot done with that, those three elements. And so that's what we are focusing on for 2024. We are hoping to really take off, in a sense, in the direction for building families, reaching communities, and transforming lives. Episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Cody Winter Marshall Kelly. You know, you know, because it is the best podcast. Like, subscribe, subscribe, just in case you didn't hear it the first time on YouTube at CVMK Instagram. It is what it is underscore show, CVMK underscore global, CVMK 33. Look, we have an amazing episode. And the reason why it's amazing, because not just one of my friends has been elevated in the ministry, but also because elevation in the ministry is, is, is enormous, and I'm sure it comes with a lot of headache. This young giant in the gospel has just been elevated to senior pastor, to leading a church, a congregation, and I'm sure there's a whole lot that goes with that. So I want to talk about how do you pastor in this climate? So y'all welcome the CVMK family, none other than Ladarius Bill. Excuse me, Pastor Bill. Pastor Bill now. How you doing today, sir? Man, I'm excited to be here with my brother. Glad to be here, man. Thanks for this invitation. No problem. Uh, yeah. Look, I'm excited about, you know, having you on, man. When you first made the announcement, I was like, yes, one of us finally going to get a chance before we get to 50, right? <laughs> you know, that's exactly what I said internally. And, um, you know, and then I can think of nobody else who's, who's really dedicated themselves unto God and unto this church. And I was just happy for you, like really not just saying it, but really happy for you. And then my mind started thinking, I was like, dang. That's a lot. You know, like, I, I was just, like, it's what I was like, oh, man. Like, as cool as it is, it's, 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 it's a lot. So I want to go there. There is, there are a lot of people who 
call themselves pastors. Not here to debate anybody's calling. But it's hard to differentiate and distinguish between what is true and what isn't. It's a lot of people with the title. So for you, man, what does this mean to be now the senior pastor of a congregation? Man, that's an interesting question. It's a good question. I mean, for me, it just means that I have arrived to the place that I was called to before I even knew anything about myself. You know, it is amazing to watch how the course of life plays itself out. And as I review my life and my steps, I can see how God was strategically directing me to this moment. And then you get here Mm. and it's still like, wow. I was down at the church for several hours today and it was still settling in, settling in that, wow, (laughs) this is my reality. And so for me, it just means a mixture of emotions, Mm. humble, proud, godly proud of myself, you know, nervous, anxious, excited, all of this, just a blend of all these emotions. But ultimately, it's the fulfilling of prophecy, of calling, Hmm. of something God chose for me before I even knew myself. I like that. It's something God chose for you before you even knew yourself. So, you know, you you got to this point and, you know, with every level there is a responsibility and an added weight and sometimes it's the fear of failing you know because um i remember i I don't know if i have anything to equate to being a, a pastor but uh i let's say just take marriage right got married excited thrilled for a lot of different reasons <laughs> but <laughs> but but there's also this fear can you really do this you know and I don't care what anybody says anybody says oh, oh, oh ever have fear I don't ever feel anything yeah there can be some days and some moments you know that you be like ah this is a lot right were there any hesitancies? Did you ever pause and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me slow down here. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, anything big in life is going to come with those feelings of, like I said, anxiousness, anxiety. So, yeah, I've had my moments of pausing to wonder, do I really want to do this? I've had my moments of looking and, and thinking that, man, is this something I really, I mean, this is, this is, uh, I'm giving up my rights, my freedoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm making myself accountable and I'm placing myself in a situation that's, man, it's like a sheep being led to slaughter. Hmm. So I've had, yeah, for absolute certainty. And that's why it's important to have a prayer life, be guided by the spirit, because when you are having those moments of deep contemplation, Contemplating whether or not you should move forward, 
It's sure. those moments where the spirit ought to pick you up and say, you can do this because I got your back. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's like with Jesus being in that garden. If it be thy will, let this cup pass. I know that's right. You know, so, yeah. What about, you know, we live in an interesting age, uh, mm-hmm. Bill. Uh, Pastor Bill, we, we have... Um, Pastoral should mean so many different things to so many different people. We have Instagram pastors. We have pastors that are TikTok prophets. Um, we have a different view on how to do it, when to do it, why to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I follow a lot, you know, and I, there was a pastor on a day and I follow him. I like him. You know, he was on the breakfast club. Right. And it's like, you know, Pastoring in this generation is complex. You're not just preaching. If it was just preaching, that'd be simple, right? If it was just Sunday morning, I mean, as simple as simple can get, but it, that would be the least of our concern. You know, it's it's the booby traps, when to say no, when to promote yourself, when not to promote yourself. Um, I think it even... Uh, your case, because you're dealing with a challenge that is becoming more normal. Right. Getting more and more single pastors. I, I really believe I'm going to live to see a single president um, <laughs> because <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so, uh, for you, right? Right. How do you navigate this complexity? Man, well, you know what? When you think about it on the on on the single, as far as it being a single pastor, yeah. The way I'm looking at it is, I have time. I have time to throw myself fully into this thing. I don't have a family to run home to. I don't have a wife calling. I don't have to worry about meeting anyone else's needs. I can give myself completely over to my vision my dreams, my goals, my objectives, everything about me now revolves around my assignment. Hmm. And I have no distractions, no interferences. Not saying I don't look forward to the day where I have a wife. Sure. But right now, I'm able to give myself fully to the work. And I actually appreciate that. And so... It's going to require a level of discipline. I've got to make sure I keep myself in spaces that help keep me structured. Right. I have to have some routine. And I've got to find some other outlets because, I mean, let's be honest. There's nothing like coming home to a black woman. I mean, it's nothing like coming home to a sweet presence. And so since I don't have that, <laughs> I've got to figure out some other outlets. And so something else is going to occupy my time when I do step away from the church work. Right. And that doesn't mean I'm not good. Doesn't mean I don't got my eyes open. Ah, but right. Who you find that? Who, well, the Bible says he was part of the wife. Are you are you finding? Are you looking? I'm looking. You, got, you looking? I'm looking. Yes, All sir. right. What does what does looking look like for for a past? Because I mean, like like if <laughs> I'm gonna say this, take it. You don't mm-hmm. have to answer it, right? Mm-hmm. Looking when you're at this level has a lot more leadway, mm-hmm. right? 
right? Looking at your level, I mean, like if you were if you were out, let's just say with Kiki Palmer. Let's say you went on a date with Kiki Palmer, right? And you were at uh, I don't know Carnival, right, in Chicago. And somebody saw you. They was like, "Man, it's Pastor Bill." They're not like your title is gonna come up quicker than your name, right? Mm-hmm. You could be innocent. You could be just harmless eating steak. You're just eating food, but your title is going to take precedent over who you are. Mm-hmm. What does looking look like? Well, you know, my dating life is private. Okay, okay. and that's a boundary. I'm, I've, I, I even told my church that y'all not involved in my dating life. That's private. Okay. All right. Now I do know that I have to be sensitive to the fact that whoever I marry is coming into an already established situation, and I mm-hmm. hope that she and I can work out, you know, some things within our relationship that keeps us uh, focused, sure. keeps us on point. But ultimately, I'm looking for somebody for me, not for the church, not for the, no. First of all, she's got to be for me, and right. then for the church. And so, looking, you know, it looks like when I go to church services, when I'm at conventions, when I'm even, you know, scrolling through social media, when I'm walking down the, walking around the mall, I'm checking some things out, seeing if there's an attraction, approach a lady, seeing if there is a a vibe, you know, a kid. Yeah. An interest, a spark. So yeah, you know, look, looking looks like practical. It's on the practical side, you know. And 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 I'm looking for some someone who I like and who can appreciate me and respect me and love me and and, and we, you know, we do this thing together. I like it. I like it. Look, well, I have some questions. We're going to get into uh, building the ministry. Um, you know what it really takes to build. In today's climate, right? Is it, you know, part brand? How do we compartmentalize what ministry means going forward? Just a quick word from our sponsor. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. Oh, www.cbmkglobal.store, where it goes down. We just dropped the whey protein. You need the protein, you don't know which way to go. You need the way, right? Because it is literally the way. Uh, T H E E. Hyphen W H E Y V Huey. Get it today. www.cbkglobal.store. Okay, so uh, building a ministry is a art, a science, and a divine push. Um, I've seen a lot of things. I've seen. Some very interesting things, and I think um, without a enormous massive capital, because it's like building a business, right? There's there's the marketing aspect of it, you know. There's the the strategy aspect. There's the demographic analysis, and ultimately, because it is a ministry, is the God factor, right? Like God has to be in it. Uh, you know, you mentioned today, you know, some operational 
duties you had to take care of. But what, or or should I say, what will be that 2024 vision for you and your congregation uh, going forward? Well, we definitely want to be a community. We want to focus on the community. Uh, we want to focus on building families, building the community, being a resource agency. And so that's the direction we're moving in. But of course, since we are a church in transition, uh, from one pastor who's still living to the next, there are some creative organizational shifts that we have to do internally. Uh, there are some, there's an existing model that's already present that we have to upgrade. And in mm. some ways, we've got to dismantle. And that is where the tensions began to flare. Mm. And so there's some things that we have to construct. There's some things we have to reconstruct. But then there's some stuff that we just got to de- deconstruct. I mean, we just got totally tear it down. Yeah. Uh, and so these are the th- all of this have to be done simultaneously. And it requires skill, passion, dedication. And so that's the team that I'm trying to build. A team of skillful, passionate, dedicated people. Because you can get a lot of done, you can get a lot done with that, those three elements. And so that's what we are focusing on for 2024. We are hoping to really take off, in a sense, in the direction for building families, reaching communities, and transforming lives. I like that. Building families, transforming communities, and building lives. I like that. I like that. And you talked about the things to deconstruct. Uh, I think in in your uniqueness, and and tell me if I'm hitting it on the head, uh, because you are a successor, and you know the uh, former regent uh, has left a blueprint. <laughs> that culture that is there is hard uh, to evolve, right? I mean, like if they want to hear, you know, I need the they they want to hear I need the, and you might want to hear Hillsong. You might want to hear you know Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, right? But they're not used to that. They're not used to that type of style. And as funny as that sounds, you'd be surprised how serious that is, especially with an older congregation or a more settled, I would say, congregation. Um, Do you feel that you have the right do you do you feel like and let me let me phrase this let me not get you in trouble i don't want to get you in trouble i'm, I'm gonna be respectful <laughs> of, of your position is is one of your prayers god send the pieces so that your vision for this can come to pass um well, yeah, I'm definitely praying that God send the pieces, and I, I pray that He exposed me to them, and He shines a light, and He mm-hmm. tells me where to go find them. the mm-hmm. things that uh, the things that I need. I pray that they fall in place, and I'm able to find that I'm able to have them, you know. And so I'm I'm invested in the work. I'm fully invested in the work. I'm totally dedicated to seeing the growth and expansion of the church. Uh, and so the interesting thing about me is I stand in both generations. I am a millennial, but I, I'm still tied to the old time ways. So, you know, I can get up 
and wreck the house would have you try Jesus. Right. That's even where I feel most most at home. And then I'm also willing to allow <laughs> an emerging generation to, you know, pursue the new things that we have. So there, there are new challenges, there are new problems, there are new issues that we have to face. And uh, there are other resources in the world available now to meet those new issues. And so it's a matter of being able to have one foot in both door, both both on both houses. I, I, I guess. I like that. All right, I'm gonna leave, leave you with this because you know I know you and me have been up all day, and uh, uh, I want to thank you again for being on the show. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna end with this question. Mm-hmm. No longer, thank God, I can't say that. That's not true for our denomination. But I will say this: it is becoming more normal that pastors are not dying in office. Matter of fact, in some denominations, pastors don't even stay at one locale their whole tenure of pastoralship. Could you, I mean, obviously you don't know. We don't know the future, right? Right, right, right. But are you trying to create something so that your successor can spend less time rebuilding and more time advancing than you necessarily when you came in. Yeah. Yeah. I hope to create a structure that after 25 years, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm done with pastoring. I'm going on to do other things, write books, host crusades, do conferences. I'm done. Okay. That's my mindset. And I don't believe I have to die or be old and have senile and something before I let it go. I'm going to be done with full-time pastoring and I'm moving on to do some other things, some apostolic work and, 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 and travel. And hopefully by then I'm married to me and my wife. There's more to do. And I believe I can get a lot done in 25 years if I take the job seriously. So I hope to be done at, in 25 years. That's, that's, that's where I am with that. Uh, I hope to have built a structure yeah. to where who's ever coming after me, they can come and really only have to maintain and sustain. And mm-hmm. probably have to do some of what I ha- I'm having to do. Reorganize, restructure, retool, rebrand, renovate. But hey, whatever's going on 25 years from now in the world, I pray that I have led in the way that my people are ready to make the adjustment, receive the new guy, and keep moving. That'll work. That'll mm-hmm. work. Well, look, Bill, you have been amazing. Thank you again for being on the show. No, no problem. You know, I'm wishing you all the best. I'm so glad one of us. I'm so glad that our church is trying to change because it. We. <laughs> I'll just leave on that one. Pastor Bill, you know, you over this new church, where can the people see you preach, join the church, follow you? Where can they connect with you? Yes, you can follow me at on Facebook, L. Jerome Bill. Twitter at Ladarius Bill, Instagram at Ladarius Bill, and we are at the temple every Sunday at 12 noon, 9229 South Drexel Avenue in Chicago. We are at the temple and we are recruiting. Come on out and hear a word. 
If you think exercise alone got me looking like this, well, think again. CVMK Global Super Thick got me right. I'm obsessed and yeah, I won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places. Its creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape. And it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need Super Thick. Heard from the Lord. Y'all follow him, follow him on all the social media platforms and take a Sunday. Just take one Sunday. Go to 9229 South Drexel Avenue. Stop by 12 noon so you can sleep in. Mm-hmm. Go hear him, support the church, support the vision, and most importantly, serve and praise the Lord. And if you want to keep seeing amazing leaders like we have on the day, you know what you got to do. Subscribe YouTube, CVMK, Instagram. It is what it is, underscore show, CVMK, underscore global. I just had Mark McGuire on the podcast. Y'all, y'all don't even, y'all don't even know. It, it, <laughs> y'all don't even know. CBK underscore Global. We are finally above 50,000 followers. Um, and CBK33. I almost forgot my own handle. And until next time, guys.